you primitive screwheads listen up i got news for you pal you ain't leading but two things right now jack and shit jack left town well hello mr fancy pants in my office and I heard a rock. Describe the rocket, sir. Does this mean we're not friends anymore? Not me. I'm in my prime. First you want to kill me, now you want to kiss me. Blow. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. What up, everyone? DJ Anubis with you on the Metal Tavern Radio Podcast. New episode of Hordes of Chaos featuring the boys from Nomas. Woo! Yes, sir. Gentlemen, how's it going? 
I should say it is pretty good. They all got alcohol and their stuff, so. <laughs> we got stuff. We're good. Stuff. And he was nice enough to feed us. We're stuff. Yeah, dude, wait your time. Stuff for sure. Yeah, well, I have to be a good host, so. You're the best. I'm the best. Thank you once again. Right. No problem. Hams. Thank hams you, gentlemen, here. for coming in. I love it. We're going to have uh, tonight. No problem. Uh, so we kicked off the show with Noisem. Uh, obviously, Ben, new member, Nomos. Did have a quick question for you, though, regarding that. Because uh, I didn't ask you the other night. So are you still part of the band? Or is this like... Noisem? Yes. Oh, yeah, totally. So, okay. So totally. Still He's just going to be a busy guy. Busy, yeah, busy, I'm busy. I'm with that. I, I see that's how musicians are most of these days. They like multiple projects. So. You gotta, you know, you do what you can. Be. It's never enough, but... <laughs> Both bands kick ass, though, so there's no problem there. One of them does. So I have with me in here uh, John Luckus. Hello. Henry. Uh, Roger, and of course Ben. Hey, yo. Uh, now, John, I go back way back with you. We're talking like way back. Oh, I'm not. I'm not Tread a boy. Lightly, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Tread lightly. <laughs> he was a mere 19 when I met him, uh, and I've always supported his various projects. Bro, that's like 20 years. Yeah. Holy shit. Turn up. 99, 2000. Yeah. And then look where we are. <laughs> yeah, look where we are. For better or worse. <laughs> Cheers to that. Salute. Now, recently I saw you guys play a gig with Nile and Terrorizer. Uh, how was that experience? I'm going to get back to some of it later, John, so we're going to avoid that one particular conversation for now. But just playing the show, how did you like it? So we give them the, the right answer or the, the answer? Both. <coughs> we, we, we were stoked to, to have the opportunity to, to, to play with such a bill. And we, were, we, were, we were a little disappointed with, with the... The, how it how it transpired. Execution was bad. Yeah, like are you talking not like, on our end though? Like but sound sound guys. Played on a stage with like fifteen drum sets. So that was like, <laughs> yeah, they they both backlined all of their gear. So like we had this. I set up my drum kit next to Pete's drum kit. Like far stage right, like all the way to stage. Right. Which is usually where I stand. And you know, so I had no fucking room on on a, on a on a stage with like several hundred capacity room like. But do you guys really ever have room? Because usually Roger, when he's singing, he's like kind of sprawled out on the floor, Bro, we played, taking up space. We played people's bedrooms and had more room than we did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. I doubt any of us really mind not having room, but like we could have had room. They just stuck their drums right in the center of the fucking stage, took yeah. up all the space, and they still took ways too long to set up too. That was hilarious. Yeah, I mean, it's funny, because so, from a sound point of view, you didn't think they did very good, but like, well, I was at, out there, I heard everything fine, it sounded great to well, me. A lot of people were coming up saying that. the guitars were too quiet, mm. uh, Yeah, just the so obviously that gets me a little bit. Right. Uh, but on stage, it was fucking horrendous. <laughs> well, yeah, everything sounds like yeah. shit on stage. Yeah. Like, I, I had a monitor sitting next to me that was as tall as I was with nothing coming through, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> shit <laughs> like like and i have to be the asshole like in between songs can i get more of like something just anything <laughs> just give yeah. us anything in the monitor <laughs> and, and it's, it's, it's can i just get a guitar pick please anything <laughs> <laughs> i really yeah. wish you would have said this shit about uh sharing the stage with terrorizing drum kit yeah yeah it was, it was great it was quite the experience 
Yeah, we, we had a more intimate uh, relationship with that drum kit than we did with the other bands. <laughs> I, I, threw, I threw up during the set, and that was fun, but no one saw it, so that was... Also, was this on stage? Uh, I actually jumped down from the stage in the between in where the guardrail is. I oh. just vomited right there. Cause oh, no shit. I don't want to hear nobody's bush. I, I wish I had thrown up on Terrorizer's drum set. Yeah, that, that, that would have been sweet. In hindsight, yeah. In hindsight, yeah, but you know, you always want to be respectful. Probably get pizza out of all bones. <laughs> I always try to be respectful the first time I play a venue. Just, just out of curiosity. Just, just I will say, like, ending this trash talk about that show, when we played with Pig Destroyer, it was awesome. We're talking about this. They show. were they were super cool to us, and everything was done right, and the show was really good. That show was, that show was I didn't play it, but I was there. I saw that was a, that was, was a really good show. So we'll just yeah, see. I enjoyed that a lot too. That's for Outer Heaven played too. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that whole show was a banger. Yeah, everybody did very well. That we got show. really drunk at that show. Yes, we did. Big destroyer. That's not really sure. new because every time I see you guys, are pretty much oh, fucked and up. It'd be like, yeah. We got really drunk yeah. at that show. Yeah. Every time yeah. I every time I went backstage, they were just lining up the shots. So I was like, uh oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Yeah. Uh-oh. So you guys also have a new record, Last Laugh. Oh yeah, it's an EP. EP, excuse me. Get that shit right. Play. Extended. extended, as they say, extension of what we played seven minutes long. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, really. With grindcore, you get an extra five minutes. <laughs> I mean, I think it's long enough. Yeah, it doesn't wear out as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. nothing wrong with that. There's a lot of EPs are there's, there's not enough time in it to uh, to get bored. That's for sure. Well, hell, one more and you'll have a full album. It's great. <laughs> yeah, we are working on a new record. Alrighty. We we uh working old Ben in here. We had to stop a little bit to make that happen, but now we're gonna be able to get back to writing. Yeah, it's learn those songs, lock ourselves inside, and and, and on the way something. here we talked about we want it to be fast. <laughs> As if you're not fast already. Yeah, we're well, hungry. We're coming for blood. It's not fast enough. It's gonna be it's not fast enough. It's gonna be faster. Harder, faster, louder, Ramonesier. You might be careful there, Henry. They might replace you with a digital drum set. Oh, <laughs> I've, I've already been there and done that. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you think I'm not that already? <laughs> I just That's a good point. I just changed his batteries before we got here, so he's good to go for a while. Little Energizer Bunny. A, a little sentient <laughs> Yeah, right. Uh, I run off four 9 volts. <laughs> and uh, that stuff right there that I'm pouring at. Uh, yeah, yeah that, that hams really gets them going. What album is that anyway you've got going on there? Uh, Alters of Madness. Oh, how's it going? Yeah. Definitely an altar. It's, it's, uh, it's madness. Uh, <laughs> this is madness! Alright, well, I'm going to kick off a block of music here featuring a couple tracks from No Moss. First one being Burden, then Fuck You. Cool. Any particular reason why you wrote it like that? Wrote what? Fuck you. I think, wasn't that just like a working title and we just decided to leave it? Um, I just felt like that. Okay. I just felt like fuck you. Yeah, fuck yeah, you. And, uh, just fuck you I, all. Well, I remember fuck we you had all. a talk where we were like, should we call it something else? And we were just kind of like, eh, it fits. Mm-hmm. And actually the, the chorus at the end of the song was written in the studio. Yeah. Yeah, that was like improv. Yeah, that yeah. Was improv. Like, I just hopped on the mic and I was like, wait, what's this song about again? <laughs> Sur- surprisingly, normally, sometimes through the writing process, I like to get the patterns down uh, first before I really like engrave the concept of what we're writing. It, this is this doesn't happen all the time, but for this particular song, uh, 
they literally wrote the song like in a day sort of i mean we, we we went back and reworked it obviously to perfect it but uh the skeleton if you will of it was written in a day they played it uh i got the pattern down we played it down again and literally the lyrics for the song i actually wrote them like that same day do y'all remember they when we wrote that song that there was a whole midsection that was fast with like blasts and D beats. Yeah, you guys remember that? that? No, I don't. There was a version wow. there was a version of Fuck You, the first one that we did, where we had the intro riff and everything, and then we went into like this fast like mid section and then we were like, This is whack. <laughs> and then we ended up just keeping it like slower and hardcore and then huh. these guys still didn't even like that song. Huh. Yeah, yeah, it, they didn't like it at all. It took me a while to it took a while to sell me on it and and now imagine if we didn't have that song. People would be mad as hell. Right. Everyone's got to have the fuck you song. I mean, it's... Yeah. All right, well, we got a couple of tracks included now. One plus one of your picks. So here we go. <laughs>
Alright, DJ Anubis, back with you on the Hordes of Chaos, Meltdown Radio Podcast with the band Nomos. One of the selected picks by, I believe, Henry for Rick Ashley there. We're going to give you up, baby. Don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to yourself. Alright, so uh, one thing, I I don't know if I really, I mean, I kind of talked about with John over the years, like, your different formations of your band and whatnot. So, like, there's always these, like, connections to other bands. Like, I remember one time when you had Dead and Wasted and Chris was in the band, <laughs> the guy we shall talk about, but he was also part of Condemned the Infected. So, like, then I met Henry, and, of course, he, of course, was in Summer's End, yada, yada, yada. All of that happened so me and Henry could meet each other and start It was Destiny, as you say? And, and end of story. Destiny. All that crap happened so that me and Henry could meet each other and form the band, basically. That's it. So how is it you came across that guy down there? <laughs> so um, I I used to be I used to be much heavier into uh, recording. Like I, I used to produce bands a lot more, and, and uh, I met Roger when I recorded his old band. Uh, they were called Infamy. Um, uh, they're I live with their guitar player. He's my roommate. That's my um, favorite. And. Yeah, I, I did, what, like, four, four, like, releases with you guys. You did a lot with us, and, and for us, thank you. <laughs> and then, uh, like, fast forward a little bit, like, me and John are over here, like, trying to start a band. Nomos was originally supposed to be a hardcore punk band. And, uh, Jason Rowe was supposed to be the singer. Right. And he didn't show up, and Henry was like, oh, I know a guy. Yeah. And so Roger I, literally came over 15 minutes later. I never it, met him. We haven't, we haven't been able to get Roger that over that fast, like, ever since. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was the only time I was there on time. I remember you called him up, and you were like, hey, do you want to be in a band? And he was like, yeah, and you were like, come to my house right now. And we had, like, the first two songs written. Yeah, and it, was, it just like. Right, like. Yeah, But we always had a problem finding the right bass player in this band, but I think we're good now. Yeah. Not just saying that because he's here. No. I think, <laughs> I think we know that the chemistry's right, the vibe is right. And I think that's the important thing. Like, I did notice that the chemistry is really well the with comfort, you guys yeah. now. I mean, so, we've been chilling just as homies for a minute now. That right. was a big part yeah. of it. Like, I've been supporting Nomos for a minute. No malice to the past, but you know what I'm saying? It's just the chemistry. Right. Important. That's sometimes how it goes. Sometimes yeah, you gotta find right. those right pieces in there. You gotta get along. Yeah. Be right. You gotta wanna see each other often. You know, that's the big thing. Yeah. And when it comes to touring, you gotta be able to wake up every day and fucking... Want to be hanging out with these people? Yeah, right? I, th- I think that this lineup could do a tour together, and like, I mean, you're bound to get on each other's nerves when you're out for too long. But I don't think it'll be like what we've gone nah, through. I've, I've never know? gotten into a, into a spat with anyone I was on tour with, oh, except good. when I went on tour with Soulfly. <laughs> oh boy! Oh, here we go. We'll, we'll, we'll ignore that though. Well, that's interesting, though. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, wait a minute. Oh, wait, wait, let's unwrap this that's one. That's the kind of stuff that he wants to hear. I, I, I might come back to that when we start but, talking about Harrison. It, it wasn't Soulfly. <laughs> this man got the tour with Soulfly doing the Nail Bomb record. Mm. That's fucking dope. I love that record. Yeah, that's an amazing Fire. record. I think I still had that CD. That me and Roger, from. we went to Nail that Bomb together. Nail Bomb is the shit, yeah. Nail yeah. Bomb is dope. I saw... Well, I didn't see them. I saw... Alex, when he was at Fudge Tunnel, opening up with Suppertor and Fear Factory in 92. That shit was Damn. nice. Okay. Oh, yeah, here it is right here. Yes, oh, sir. Point blank, it. baby. Fucking right. <laughs> All right, so when it comes to your influences, and I'm, we're going to get back to Rogers about your lyrical approach. That's um, totally fine. 
who is uh, your influences in that regard? Just uh, musically and musically, uh, a suck and Napalm Death as far as the music we make, and then um, I like just things that involve emotion. Like I like a lot of like dark music you know like we can go like the cure etc just emotional shit if you will you know what I'm yeah saying? we're way into that like yeah, post-punk like, like 80s like, goth stuff yeah like the cure and like joy division and just like come it, having it come from the heart you know what i'm saying and then like the aggression that napalm death and bands like a suck or a suk whatever the fuck you want to call them they're a suck i call suck. them suck but you know <laughs> some people suck and call fuck them a suk. <laughs> and so yeah you know like i like the aggression with that and i uh that, that's as far as my inspiration i try to blend real emotion with aggression and that's that's it, it seems to have worked very well so yeah, I guess, I'm guessing by some of the titles and everything your lyrics also kind of delve into politics a little bit I guess no not no, at all. really well not at all. And we have a little well, I mean you know police brutality like, right our, our police hatred okay well, is yeah, that really political that's just being that smart <laughs> if that's the case, then yes. If that's the case, that seems then yes. normal to me. Like, um, yeah, that's just that's well, normal. I should I should say social issues, not really political. Yeah, yeah, like when, definitely when, social when, issues. When, you, when someone says yeah, when someone says political, you take you tend to you tend to think about like current events, right. and Things like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it's more broad than that. It's right. it's, it's well, more I would about say police brutality is pretty current. Our our music is oh, yeah. personal, and like there's a it's, reason. It's I'm never not been relevant. But I mean, isn't that that song's like just about outright killing police? Boy, there's a reason I feel like that. Well, there's a reason I feel like that, too. Exactly. So that's, why, that's why it works. And we can relate. And, like, a lot of our music is personal. A lot of uh, a lot of the things that I write about is I try to leave it broad to interpretation for the listener. But That's some, awesome. I love that. Yeah, and to some extent, it does relate. Like, I just leave it broad. So it's like, I write it like that on purpose. But I do have a, a like, coherent, like, constant thing when I'm writing it where it's like, okay, this is what I'm thinking about, but I'm writing it in a way that it can be open to... The public also one thing that he did that no other singer i've ever worked with did uh when we were writing raised oh Mile, i remember because me and henry were working on the music and everything i remember that you had talks with me and henry about trying to figure out where our head spaces was and like the things that we were going through at that time so that you could incorporate that into like the Raised. things that you were writing about we're a unit so yeah it's a family like, Definitely, like, that album was the three of us, like, uh, actually all three of us were in a fucking terrible place in life. Yeah, like, we were, we were all in very dark, depressed places, yeah. and, like, it was, it was, it's honestly just magical, like, how, how Rice Don't All came together. Three like weeks, that. wrote it in three weeks like that, like, it just, it just, like, fell out of us. I think even for a listener, and just from my point of view, like, extreme music has always been an outlet, like, I like, whenever I hear, like... Extreme music is like the cause of why someone goes and shoots up a place. I'm like, you're fucking insane, dude. Like, that isn't what happens. It's therapy. Yes. Cathartic. Right. It's cathartic. I was actually telling them, what was it, like a week ago, we were talking, <clears throat> like, since we started this band and, like, writing these songs and this music, I've been, like, a way less angry person. Mm -hmm. Like, which is weird because I used to always be, like, super pissed off. I remember that, <clears throat> too. Yeah, I'm just not like that anymore. No, but it's because we get to do this. Yeah. And then, yeah, like, when I do get pissed off, we write songs and. It's an outlet, yeah. Gotta do something. It, it's definitely like on the outside, it can look like we're pretty unhealthy people, but we're definitely in way better spots than yeah. we used to be. It'd be a lot worse if you didn't. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. We've all been in darker places. That's a hundred. We're actually all kind of like enjoying ourselves <clears throat> now. It's kind of fun. Uh, I, I, I can see it. You know, you guys are having a good it's time. It's a journey, you know. Yeah. 
What about you, Ben? What kind of influences you use in your songwriting and whatnot? Uh, lots of old school grind shit. Lots of old death metal shit. Uh, lots of Black Sabbath for sure. Just fucking. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot, man. So like, uh, we're talking about like, a lot of different shit, and I kind of just pick and choose what I like. Early and napalm death. Take and... that best I can. Now I know in the next block I got coming up I've got some Wasp and they're also yeah. just announced they're going to be doing a tour for 1984 yeah. to the Headless Children. Oh, no US it, states. Not yet. Not yet, but... And also, <clears throat> is God Squad Blackie going to play like Fuck Like a Beast in, well, Black that's in what Texas? And someone else asked Canada. me and I said, you almost can't not avoid it because yeah. all that early material is dark as shit and it's non-PC, so... I mean, that's my concern with it is like even if they added like US dates, like would they play the songs think, that we want to hear? I think in the ad I saw they were saying it was all going to be like the first few albums. Yeah, it was uh, the first album through Headless Children. But like there's a lot of that shit that they just won't play live now because he's all like super Christian. Christian and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he says world tour, so I guess once he's done in Europe, we'll figure out what his set list is going to yeah, be. I mean, like let's be real. I'm going to go anyway. <laughs> so. Well, I saw him one time, and that was in 92 or so for Crimson oh, Idol. Oh, shit, but that's tight for real. That's dope. That was still when Hammerjacks was down in downtown Baltimore. But yeah, that's not there no Nope. All right, well, let's get back to some music here. I got some more Nomas for you. Wasp and Metallica. Saturday night. Committing suicide.
with no moss in the studio what i call my studio anyway well right now it's hot box audio recording facility yes. okay yeah i knew i heard that somewhere yes. shout out to our man sebastian yeah yeah, yeah. making moves right down the street <laughs> Goddamn right. blast of some metallica ride to lightning i believe that's another one of henry's picks you're right yeah, yeah, right, boy. I mean, that, to be fair, that would definitely be all of our. Yeah, for sure. like, apparently it's like their anthem. Yeah, Ride the Lightning is the Nomas anthem. Yes. So I talked a little bit about the gig the other night with uh, Niall and Terrorizer, but uh, what have been some of your favorite gigs to play or tours that you've been on so far? Pig Destroyer, Pig Destroyer, Pig Destroyer show at Metro Gallery that <clears throat> definitely stands out. What, what, what but you know what? The all-time best gig was the Noisem Nomas. Battle set. Was that uh? Was that at the depot or no? No, we that was, it was in a basement in Baltimore, yeah. and that was because we had known Ben before that, but that was like the first time we had yeah. really played with Noisem, and then that was when we became friends with the rest of the guys. But uh, no, that show was fucking wild. That was crazy. <laughs> that I will never forget that day. Like that, that was that my guitar, the the the, the neck on my guitar got broke. I remember there was like a fucking door crowd surfing. Yeah, it was like the dead <laughs> of summer. We were in this hot ass basement. And Both was, bands like, slamming into up, each like, other. I've never sweated so much in my oh, life. Man, I, sweat yeah. I, I still think that's my favorite gig. Well, that that sounds was, fucking yeah. amazing. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was with our buddies. There was a lot of buddies in the crowd, and like the energy was just through the fucking yeah, like, roof. During during that battle set, the temperature in the basement. Rose twenty degrees. Like now, when you say the battle set, what was it? Just uh... we were set up on one end of the basement. And they were set up on the other. Oh wow! And they so were blocking the stairs so nobody could get out. That is yeah, fucking nobody awesome. Could nobody yeah, could yeah. get out. <laughs> you cannot escape us. Uh-huh. You were stuck. But well, we played some great shows in the West Coast. There's this band Skullcrack that we played. Oh, Skullcrack! They were amazing. Fuck. We should have picked them to play some of them. Too. They were phenomenal. They were phenomenal. You check them out, Skullcrack from. I'm, I'm bringing them guys out here at the end of 2020 to do some East Coast dates with, with them. Yeah. They're those. They phenomenal hardcore thrash. Um from California, great band. And we played a lot of great shows with a lot of great bands. Salt Lake City was sick. Yeah, Salt Lake. Oh yeah, that was, was fun. That was a lot of fun. It was like, it was like little garage, <laughs> that, that, that SLC show. punks know how to throw down. <laughs> Dude, that was bullshit. Mm-hmm. Denver was interesting. Remember that? 
Oh, yeah. Denver, was Denver voice is very Denver's always fun. Oh, that, that's I amazing. had a bunch of mushrooms last time. I was, <laughs> <laughs> this is a good place to pick up some weed and shit while oh, I drastic yeah. I walked in the bathroom and there was a homeless lady shooting heroin and taking a shit. Oh, my God. And I was like, yo. Talk about multitasking. Multitasking. I went and told the promoter and he was just like, Oh no, she's cool. She'll probably be ripping it up in the pit for you guys. And I'm like, Hell yeah. whoa, <laughs> wow, okay, yeah, here we go. Right now in the back. Jesus. We, we are we are in Denver now, but that was cool. That's, that's the most Denver thing I've ever heard. Yo, that Michigan show was gnarly too. A lot of great shows we played. Yo, yeah, 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 yeah it was. Which part of Michigan? Uh, we played in Detroit, Detroit, like this tiny little bar, and it was packed, and people were going, fuck it. Detroit I love Detroit. Fun, yeah. In Pittsburgh, yeah. we played with this band called uh, Bo- Body Harm. Body Farm. They were great. Oh, oh Body Farm's awesome. I've seen them. Is that, that the one? Is we that the Europe band? Tour. No, no, no. It's Body Harm, I think. Oh, Body Harm. I think so. Yeah, I think it's Harm. Not fuck, Farm, is like a, Farm is a death metal band, <laughs> I think. <laughs> but it's Body Harm, and they were, they were really dope. They, they were great. They had really good energy. Um, lot, lot of great bands we played with on the tour. Deterioration, PLF, yeah, Moisturizer, awesome. Fucking yeah, I know you guys went up to New York for a show that you played. Oh, we did Necrofest. Necrofest. Yeah. yeah, us yeah. and Noisem did Necrofest together. That, yeah, was, that was great. Fun. Oh, and Blame God too. Blame God was yeah. great. We're, We're playing with Blame God tomorrow. They're yeah. sick. So. There's a show tomorrow. Yeah, in Asbury. I love you, Nick. DC. Um, yeah, no, Necrofest was sick. That was Blame yeah. That's what's God so funny is I know people. Mark from Blame God, and I've known him for years. Yeah, Mark's a sweetie. They're, they're, he's they're a sweetie. Awesome. They're a fucking great. He guy drinks too. so much water. He has round the milk jug of water. Yeah. yeah. And of course, you know, ba- and, and Philadelphia we played uh, bands like Bandit and uh, Secret Cutters are really good. I band. think everyone knows how we feel about Bandit and Ground. Yeah, you'll I mean, be hearing some of that later on. I, I think. I think. Have I you think seen Mark's great. pictures that he takes of the photos? He does yeah, Mark is He's great. amazing. I'm hoping that he'll take some tomorrow when we yeah. play together. Um, right now, in terms of photographer, uh, photographers, uh, Sean Riley, that guy's been killing it. Local. Was he the one that was there the other night? Yeah. yeah. Yes. And um, he's got Ben Price album. is really g- good, but yeah. he he's not at a lot of shows taking pics. But usually when he does, they're fire. Yeah, he's he, he's he, either playing or taking pictures. He, he yeah. took the pictures for the noise and set. Uh, he got great pictures of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, um, uh, Ryan, for him. Ryan Cook. Too. Ryan, yeah, Brad's brother, Ryan Cook. He, oh, yeah, he, he takes good pics yeah. too. I think he's the about other to take the wrestling scene by storm. Watch out. Yeah, he's coming through. He's coming through. But definitely, Sean Riley is the. I think he's like the leading local photographer. Shout out Sean. Big big shout out to Sean. And as you can see, my walls are adorned with MDF posters, so yeah. I know you guys are playing 2020, and that's like oh, one of the yeah. most exciting fucking things for Friday me. Friday night soundstage with violence and ACXDC. That's going to be so fucking awesome. That's a bucket list kind of thing. Yeah. That's a bucket list. And then a week later, ear slaughter? Fuck. <laughs> we're going to be busy that month. Yeah, we must have did something right. Yeah, because we're doing the... Well, we can't announce it yeah. yet, but we're doing a tour, tour leading up to MDF that we can't announce yet. Tour. Oh, wow. Here's yeah. <laughs> is going to be fine, though. Uh, Repulsion is going to be up there. Oh, yeah, Canada is going to be. So if you could have, like, a dream tour with the bands, who would they be? Napalm Death. Of, of any bands alive. See, I'm already in love with Roger. That's, like, one of my favorite bands ever. They would be on it for us, for sure. But are we talking bands that are defunct and no more? Well, nowadays, I mean, I mean, or are we just talking like bands that are current? Nah, you could do both. Doesn't matter. Well, I guess for what we do, definitely Napalm Death. I would say a suck. If uh, they ever got back together, <laughs> Repulsion. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm not. I, 
normally I would have said another band, but not after the other night. I'd love to play with like some. So I I love to do some mix up shit. Maybe like disrupt. Goddamn, that would be that would be sick. Play with like Drive Majesty or some weird shit. That would be cool too. Like on the other side of the coin, like playing with bands that are not heavy at all. Like Drive Majesty would be sick. More rappers too. More rappers. That would be be really tight. Yeah. Going to over like little ugly man. Dying, going out with dying fetus. I think that would be a me and Henry bucket yeah, list. Yeah, yeah, carcass. I really want to go on tour with Carcass. Carcass, yeah, definitely. Guy after my own hands. Going hard. Shit, the Melvins. I was going. Shout out to. I was being a heroin addict. Shout out. He just threw that out there publicly. Damn. I would like to play with the Melvins. Figuratively speaking. But yeah, the Melvins would be sick too. I'm a big fan of uh, Buzzo. Buzzo is a really good guy. Oh, yeah. And Dale Crover, dog, like, man, he hit hard as shit on the drums. Some mm-hmm. people would be hating, but I would say Converge too. That would be sick. I love Converge. I don't know why. Yeah, there, there's people out there shit. throwing a lot of shade, and uh, I don't get it. People throw shade at everything. Yeah. <laughs> Just tossing shit. It's sensitive millennial snowflakes. MSD Millennial Snowflakes. I love that band. Our boys from Richmond. Yeah, they'd be holding it down in Richmond. Definitely check out MSD yeah. too. They're, they're cool. They're yeah, they're they're on the come up for sure. Complete maniacs. They're they're gonna be open in that February show that we put together. Yeah, they're gonna play with us and Ground and Bandit. I don't know how those boys and Needle. Oh show. man, Needle. Needle. Oh, Needle's amazing. I saw Needle last night. Yeah, you oh, like it? Yeah, I was gonna show up. You get the hype now? Yeah, dude. That kid's tone is insane. Yeah, with fucking the drummer, the drummer, little yeah, grindcore Tommy Lee. Yeah, fuck, grindcore Tommy Lee. Yeah, no, they know what the fuck they're doing. All right, let's get back to some more Nomas. Oh boy, this whole set is all you guys.
DJ New is back with you on Time Radio the Podcast, The Hordes of Chaos, here with Nomas. Notorious. Notorious. <laughs> yeah, it's all good, baby, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so talking about touring, like you said, you were playing tomorrow night. That was Brew Works with Blame God. Yep. The boys. Them boys. How did you, you get hooked up with them? Like, Just through the scene, you know? Um, I think, uh, actually, I think Yanif was one of the people that early on was kind of trying to get us and Blame God together. He's good with that stuff. Well, yeah, because I know he really liked Blame God and then us, and he's always telling people that we're like the two best up-and-coming grind bands. Blame God is so good, man. I know, right? The first time we got to see them was uh, at Necrofest. And I remember, like, going backstage and telling them, I was like, dude, these guys are fucking heavy. That's not true, though. What? You were with me when Mark Candel blamed God at that little pizza joint cross Is that who you introduced me to? Yes, it was. Oh. They played that night in that little base. 2017. I didn't even see them that night. Oh, really? Did you leave? I I just don't remember them. I remember you introduced me to somebody. It was Mark, yeah. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Right across the depot, yeah. The yeah, the little uh, the little pizza place. Yeah, right basement. down the basement. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, we weren't playing. No. It was just I came to hang out with you. Yeah, I, I knew they were coming, so I went in and Eddie showed up, and then you showed up. I, out of the blue, I didn't expect you, but you got you were there. And then like, oh, yeah, this is Mark. Wow. This is what Blaine got. I'm going to have to ask him about that tomorrow if <laughs> he remembers that. Right. That, I, yeah, holy shit. Like, I remember you introducing me to someone I did not know that was Mark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I, fucking I was dope. a bit of tourism in the beginning of... Uh, 2018 last year I remember that the very first week then you guys like go to Canada and shit we got very close to Canada it was all throughout like New England like Connecticut and New Hampshire it was fucking freezing we were pissed I mean I don't know how the fuck they do that that shit was cold as shit but either way like mad respect to blame God they're no they're the boys they're fucking awesome and they're so heavy Sam Shrek is a beast yeah, I was like, holy shit, like, when we played at Necrofest, I was like, damn, like, all right, boys, buckle up. Yeah, we, like, cause that, like I said, that was the first time I saw them was Necrofest, yeah. and that was, like, the first time we had all hung out, and, like, it was very we, impressive. we, uh-huh. we buddied yep. up with them real quick oh, yeah. nice. after both bands played, so I would definitely like to do more shit with Blame God in the future. Fuck yeah. The tour with Blame God would actually be fire. Yeah, I, that, would, oh, that, would, that would be, be fire I fuck. think I'm just, like, busting nuts all over here right now. Definitely Everyone's that fucking strategic Ah, strategically confined album. Hell Shit yeah. Rips. So Shit. good. I actually just checked that out like a week ago. It's so good. And I was like, dude, this yeah, is... That's right up your alley, yo. It is. Like, it's... It's like they make music to cater to my interests. <laughs> so, I really, really like Blame I mean, God. The, the cover is very reminiscent of, uh... That... Uh, suck. That Asuk album, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's exact. That's the first thing I thought. <laughs> when, when I saw it, I was like, yo, these guys are just pulling at my heartstrings here. <laughs> Dude, I have to push that. Blame God and Nomas. That would I, be fucking sweet. I, I would be willing to put money that we would do some kind of run together in the yeah. future. Yeah. We haven't talked about it yet, but I'm, I'm sure it's going to happen. Maybe not in the dead of winter. <laughs> well, you know. But at least not north. It's cold. <laughs> it's dark and it's cold. It's like that Mayhem song. Snow <laughs> emo crap. Fucking immortal. Crazy. Guys <laughs> dancing out with the winter moves. It's cold. <laughs> Where's my blankets? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So your next block of music is some of your picks. Uh, needle, Ground, and Bandit. Three of the hardest going right now. Um, 
Like on the on the East Coast, I can't think of three bands that go harder than Bandit Ground. And I did catch a piece of footage. I think that you posted dealing Bandit. Oh no, this was a Ground actually. Oh yeah, it's pretty They're, cool shit. Ground um, is good, yeah. We like it's funny because we, we've been friends with those bands for a while. We played with Bandit a couple times, and uh, it was actually like a month or two ago. <laughs> I was hanging out with my buddy Danny, and I was like drunk as shit at this party, and I was just like, I just want to book a show with all of the hardest bands on the East Coast and I just want to bring it to DC and like just completely level everything. So he hits me up the next day and he was like, hey, let's do it. He was like, you get the bands on board, I'll take care of the venues and everything. And so it came together. So February 1st, Ground Bandit, Needle, Nomos, and we have our boys from Richmond and MSD opening up. Um, and that shit, that's good. shit's gonna be fire. It's at the Pie right Shop in DC. On 8th Street. Yeah, right, right next to uh, Rock and Roll. Right in, right, right in front of all the gentrification, so they can see it. So, the the DC scene when we first started playing, there wasn't much here, and uh, we we didn't play for what like the first year and a half in DC. Oh yeah, that was like, the thing. Yeah, yeah, we we were traveling. We got, a, we got a lot of doors closed. Our our nose hurt a little, but it's yeah, all good now. But no yeah, mal every, no malice. Yeah, everything is good now. But like the the scene is popping and growing well i have yet to be at the atlas brew works but it's i've been oh, paying it's, attention it's, it's like awesome. everybody's it's playing cool. there now so but you got to see uh, yeah. you got to see one of the, the the shows at henry's house that we did <clears throat> and that's uh oh man those shows are crazy dude you know that's <laughs> that's like a taste of what the dc scene starting to become like you know we we would go like to richmond and all these other states and like people would go crazy but now some of the craziest crowds we play are right at home with us. Oh, well, yeah, I was so in the mosh pit for I, that one house party, and I Missy tried to get in. I had to make sure she stepped back out. Bro, they were like... Fucking chimney. Yeah, they were like crowd surfing in the house, and it was... The DC scene's on the come up, so definitely we wanted to bring what we feel is the hardest-hitting bands into one spot in DC. Yeah. And, uh... No yeah. one's leaving that show alive. That's for sure. <laughs> so. Awesome. All right, well, let's uh, play some of your picks, and we're going to kick it off with some Needle Extinction mm. Blast.
DJ Newers back with you, Nomas, in the studio. Mr. John's pick, Sarah, with some bandit ground and needle. Yes. It's like the fastest three minutes ever. <laughs> three, three of the best. Can't talk some East Coast. East Coast. So, uh, I wanted to ask, like, out of the group of you guys, who's the biggest prankster? Prankster, mm -hmm. uh, we don't really play pranks on each other. At all? Well, you just joined, so we don't know. You could be. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he could be fucking Ashton Kutcher for all we know. He's about the punk us. The biggest clown, right? I don't know. Henry might be it. Because like, that fucking Rick Astley shit. Like, like, <laughs> well, we know. We genuinely, we like that. We actually listen to that shit. I, I know. I've seen your playlist. <laughs> <laughs> like, at, at, least, at least on tour. We haven't we haven't been in a situation of extended comfort long enough on tour to even consider fucking with each other. <laughs> how about how about other bands? Have you fucked with other bands? Oh well. Uh, <laughs> oh well. We've wow. done other tours and other bands together, but still it was like the same situation. Like we always had like one or two assholes with us, kind of like bringing the the vibe down. <laughs> so we, we we've never been like how we are right now, right? Like where we're all just like chilling. So good I mean, friends and whatnot. Get back to us next interview in like a year, and we'll tell you who the prankster is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm gonna get to the meat of the stuff because I'm gonna come back full circle. Uh, one, I want to get back to the Soulfly stuff. Ah. But also Lee Harrison for Terrorizer. Don't get me started. You are going fucking off. I know I don't I don't I don't want to make that public because I want that to die because I don't want like I've already had a lot of people who I didn't think would hear about that hit me up. Oh really? Would it match like, you? I, I don't want it to become like a thing. Right. Really. But let's just say that that guy got on my bad side. A lot of people saw him get on my bad side. But let's just say that you don't really like the rock star thing that happens no, no. sometimes. I, I, I don't fuck with that rock star vibe at all. Um, right. I can't. I mean, that's we on the way up here. We were like, if we ever get to that level, this is exactly how we're not. Gonna when you quit, <laughs> you know. Well, no, not even quit. Just like treating the bands that open for us with respect and dignity. Um. You know, like, that that's really important to us. Treating people like they're human. Especially, like, with the scene that we've been in for so long. We've been so happy because, like, we play these shows and, and we meet so many people from different bands. And, like, we're all friends. Yeah. Like, even if you're a fan of our band, like, we go out of our way to befriend you. Like, you know, we give, like, younger kids rides to shows. We're not above anything. No, yeah, like... That's like a big thing I think that's what sort of like rubs me the wrong way. Like I remember seeing the Sanitarium tour with Metallica back in two thousand one and like all you know, all their openers were all the big names. And I'm like they really had an opportunity to like showcase out, like, underground bands and I'm like, there's so many out there that no one they don't even care about and it's like it's so retarded. Yeah, I mean that's just I just hope that like I said, if we get to that level that we can always maintain how we are with people and I, and I and all I'll say about the Lee Harrison thing is we weren't treated that same way and there was like some really ridiculous demands being made that uh, yeah definitely set me off a little bit and that's all I'm going to say about it so I'm guessing the Soulfly is similar to that like you just had a bad experience with uh... no you know fucking uh... <laughs> again people get rock star attitudes and 
people people maybe got mad at me for some sh shit that I thought was stupid, but they took seriously. But you know, I just kind of egg them on at that point. <laughs> That's when that's when Ben says, "Okay, so now I got him, hook, line, and sinkers. I'm just gonna keep fucking with him the entire time that I'm there." That was that was a fantastic story. I love all those guys, but some now, shit, some some too funny to pass up. Who was in the lineup at the time? I know Max was there, but who else was in that lineup? Because he always switches. Bass, right? uh, it was his son Zion on drums, uh, Mike Leon on bass, and uh, Mark Rizzo on guitar. We had a lot of fun that month. <laughs> So how long ago was that? That was the end of 2017. Oh, okay. That was actually, uh, when they played Baltimore, that was the night that I met Ben. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no shit. Yeah. That was a... Again, fate. <laughs> well, fate. you know, that's a funny story, too, that we're not going to fully unwrap, but let's just say we didn't like each other at first. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I don't know if we didn't like each other. We no, just... we, we, we both, like, just... Drunk and shit. Busting I was. I was well, see, I kind of see was, that with him. I was way too drunk, and I was in my head. I thought I was being funny, but I was coming off as an asshole, and he didn't know me very well, so he definitely wasn't putting up with it. <laughs> but then the next time we saw each other, we broke down hard. Yeah, we're just like, oh, hey, what's we, up? yeah, we've been buddies ever since. But yeah, that that first night, we we definitely that was goofy. We clashed hard. Brotherly love. And now look at us. <laughs> so whose who's pick was the Infestor track? That was me. That was, I, I listened to that. That was fucking awesome. No, that was pretty sick. Yeah. So I got some uh, stuff from Infestor, Righteous Pigs, and Saxon. Is that all you? Yep. Thank you, Ben. Good stuff. Good picks. Good picks. Here we go.
DJ Newis, back with you on Metal Tavern Radio, the podcast with Nomas. So uh, I wanted to give you guys a chance to plug your stuff. So tell people where they can find your music, where you can be found on Facebook, etc. Nomas Grind on Instagram? Yeah. So you, you don't have to put the slash or the apostrophe for it. Just N-O-M-A-S-G-R-I-N-D. That's on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, there's also uh, Horror Pain Death Gore. You can go to... Horror Pain Gore Death. Oh, Horror I, I do the same shit all the time, trust me. Mike Giuliano wanted to make that as difficult as possible to try Four to get scary words. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can find our stuff there. Uh, he's, he's still got uh, shirts that you can get through there. Um, we also have a band camp, No Moss Grind. Um, Facebook. Yeah, I already said that. But yeah, that's... that's... I was laughing just because... When you guys played the Pig Destroyer show, I wanted to get that nun shirt from you guys. And so I went to Roger and I was like, Do you have this in 4X? He's like, Yeah. So then he didn't set it aside, so he sold it. So I didn't get stuck with the 5X. I was just like laughing at myself. My wife's like, That's way too big for him. Like, I don't care. I need this fucking shirt. Bro, you're not a fucking 4X anymore. You're like a 1X guy now. Fucking no, I'm not. Yeah, you are. You're giving me a little bit too much credit there. You are. A little bit too much. Yeah, we're gonna get you right. We're gonna get you right. Are you guys gonna put the latest album cassette? Because that'd be really sweet. Yeah, they actually be better. Well, last laugh. Yeah, dude, it already was. Yeah. So did I not miss out on that shit? Well, it wasn't on uh, horror pain. Scary word, scary word. (laughs) Uh, uh, To live a lie (laughs) records out of North Carolina put out the cassette version of that. They might still have some if you go to their website. You have to send me a link. I gotta see if I can find it. To live a lie. Get definitely got a shout out, Will. He came through for us hard on that. Cause I got the other album, and he he puts out very quality stuff. Like he put out the Needle record. Uh, he's always putting out like the the quality power violence on the East Coast. So he definitely came through like in a pinch for us. He hold it down, yeah. Yeah. So. Shout out to Nolan too from uh, yeah Genesis Nolan from G Pack. He, 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 he helped us with the merch and shit and shout Definitely. out to him Speaking also of DOC also how you guys feel about that like as far as like it seems like a lot more bands now including Noise and all of them kind of going a more vinyl and cassette direction I like it I like it so it's do OG. I I mean, what the that's, people want it's OG I mean not even just because that's what the people want I mean that's that's what I grew up with I love that shit I mean yeah I can go listen to a band shit on Spotify but like when I'm in my house, like, it's tight to, like, have, like, the cassette or a vinyl. It's like eating organic, farm to table type thing. <laughs> <laughs> from, from an audio standpoint, vinyl has, has it, it, it's smoother around the edges, you know. It, it's, it, it, it's, it's nicer to listen to. Honestly. There's, a, there's like, a warmness to it. Definitely, yeah. That, uh, yeah, and, but, and, like, from a collector's standpoint, it, it's... It's nice to throw that in. Nostalgic. Yeah. I mean, we, we could actually probably announce it now about the, the Ray's Del Mal. Oh, yeah. It's aesthetically pleasing. So fucking uh, Ray's Del Mal um, is finally getting a vinyl release. Uh, it is uh, going to be put out through DSI, which is a local DC hardcore label affiliated with Discord Records. Which is like huge for. See, that's a problem. You at guys, least me. I mean, like, you guys are getting so big now that now I have to rush <laughs> to go get this shit. <laughs> I mean, that's cool, but like one, up. one of one of my bucket list things growing up has always been like I wanted to have basically something that was at least acknowledged by the the Discord scene, 
Because, I mean, I'm sure you're familiar, like, that was, like, minor threat. Right? We love Spring, Dag Nasty. Like, and Dag Nasty. Nasty. I mean, like, the, the whole DC hardcore thing definitely did have an influence on me growing up yeah. here. Awesome. And so now we're going to be a part of that, even if it's just for 500 copies. That's dope. Yeah. That means a lot so, to us. We're, we're shooting for having the release date for it um, at that February 1st show. But they said that it'll definitely be ready for a record store day. Awesome. So they're doing a, a special colored vinyl. Like, they're doing 500, and then I think they're doing like 100 that are just exclusively for a record store day they're of col colored vinyl. That's going to be sick. Yeah, I need that. <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah. So, Roger, you want to talk a little bit more about the lyrics? You wanted to bring that up? Well, yeah, not so much the lyrics, just like, kind of like, when I think of who we are, just I, I normally think like we're, we're we're against all forms of injustices. You know, I like to bring awareness to mental health and uh, the separation of church and state. And so it's like that's just something I wanted to throw out there. Yeah, and I think I'm gonna come back to this a little bit because I have a the yeah, next block of music, but there's something I wanted to ask you guys that Perfect. it's probably gonna be touch and go with you, so okay. it'd be interesting. Uh the next block is actually music that I chose. Um, nice. My favorite Nomos track, as well as some Carcass and Napalm Death. Yeah. So, oh, okay. Uh, okay, we're in good company. For whatever reason, track one from Nomos has always been like... Which one? It's just called One. Oh, yeah. That's oh, called, from yeah. Foreign Threat. Yeah. yeah. We haven't talked about that. It's the first that. song we ever wrote, period. That yeah. is literally is the, the first song. Dude, there is like that moment from the beginning, and also like probably about midway through the song where it just kicks into the riffs that I'm just like, it's mosh time, and I can't yeah. stop myself. <laughs> Thank you. So here we go. We're going to hear that first, and then some Cargus and Napalm Death, and I'll be back to talk some more. <laughs>
Anyways, back with you on Metal Town Radio, the podcast for the Hordes of Chaos, and I've got the band Nomos here with me. How are you guys feeling? Oh, really good. Doing well? There's a lot of beer cans stacking up on the table there, so... <laughs> Alright, I want to piggyback off that last conversation, because uh, I just want to get you guys' take on this. So, a few episodes ago, you probably didn't hear it, but... <clears throat> Some of the more modern death metal bands have kind of been criticizing other modern death metal bands about lyrical content. So basically their gripe is uh, some of the lyrics are too misogynistic and you know, it's like they're not really condemning Cannibal Corpse or anything, but they're telling basically trying to tell new bands not to go that route. And I'm just kind of like, I like some of these bands that are saying this, but then like I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm all for artistic freedom. I actually have a response for this. We, I think we all it's have a response. Yeah. Let's just go in a circle. So, when Cannibal Corpse did that stuff, it was the early 90s. They were singing a lot about serial killers. Old they, were, they were singing a lot about horror movies. And unfortunately, back then, a lot of the victims in those types of crimes and everything happened to be female. Now, anybody who's ever met the guys from Cannibal Corpse or seen them talk, know that they're not actually misogynistic people. They were just singing about serial killers, horror movies, the way they were presented to them 
you know, and paving a different way. So I can still listen to songs that some people might find problematic by Cannibal Corpse because I know what their intentions were. However, in 2019, if you were to put out a song called Stripped, Raped, and Strangled and have some of the lyrics that they did, it's completely different because I feel like we've maybe uh, grown as a species a little bit. Like maybe like we, we, we know a little better now than we did, say, 30 years ago. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think that like... I'm not going to name any names, but there is bands that we've talked about where we're like, Jesus Christ, these lyrics are fucking horrible. Like, this is really bad. It's one of the reasons why I don't fuck with, like, porno grind and shit like that. Oh, yeah. Well, see, porno grind to me just kind of, like, it's bad already. So, I'd like... But, By definition. Well, but, I mean, when you speak of, like, death metal as a genre, like, they're always talking about, like, horror movie themes and stuff like that. So, I like, I don't really... Like, bands like Cattle Decapitation or Abnormality, they, they progress beyond that, which is fine, because I really like those bands, but I don't really have a problem with a death metal band who still sings about horror movies or, you know, chainsaws and everything I, I, I think that a death metal band singing about <clears throat> killing people and stuff like that, you know, like, that's uh, to be expected, but, like, singling out women and, like, graphically singing about how you're going to rape them is completely different. You know, I think that we've come a long way, and I think that we can do without that nowadays. So, like, modern bands doing that, I don't think that there's any excuse for it. Absolutely. And Especially I, in the name of, like, I'm sorry to cut you off, in the name of, like, inclusivity. Yeah. We, like, we want people to want to be able to get into this shit and come to shows and not feel like they're threatened. Yeah, yeah and, like, female sure. females who are into metal and stuff, they have it hard enough as it is. You know, like, they have to put up with a lot of shit from... A lot of, like, shitty incels and shitty comments and stuff. Like, the last thing that they need is, like, bands, like, singing about raping and killing them. And I just think that the intention with Tan Cannibal Corpse and bands in the late 80s and early 90s, it was completely different. And that's why a lot of Cannibal Corpse songs now are not like that. You know? They're I, more broad. Yeah, <clears throat> it's more about, like, killing people and Open just, like, you know, general brutality. And Zombies like, and shit. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I really hate when people throw out Cannibal Corpses like a, you know, like, well... Poster know, child. Yeah, they sang about, they had a song about rape, so we should be able to do a whole bunch of songs about it. Well, like, well, no, you can't. Like, you should know better than that now. But now, do you think that... If you start going in a direction where you're trying to, like, mute or silence those type of artists, do you think that leads to, like, to where you guys are? Like, would people start saying, well, I don't really like what Nomos sings about, even though it's basically nothing. But, you know, like, I just want to shut them up. Like, we shouldn't have them sing or play whatever they want. Do you think it's going to open up Pandora's box? No, no, no way. Because we, we, we don't sing, like, I don't think it crosses any of our minds to write a song about raping a woman. Or no, I'm just saying, you, whatever like, whatever that, that type of lyrical comes... content you have, like even if it's not related to that, like you but, think, but I that think that it that just... the, the, that's relative. Like, you know, you can sing about shit, but like if you take it too far, like why? Like why are you doing that? You know, and like I, I think in the early '90s it was a little different. Like I said, like you know, pe people, so, you know, some people were just trying to be edgy. You know, uh, maybe people weren't as aware. Of the things that we are now and then also like I said like you know like 
when you're a band that bases a, your entire career off of singing about serial killers and horror, and then the only influence for that at the time. Now, do you the feel the same way about black metal, like their lyrical content yeah. against Christians and all that? Well, um, you know, I have my problems with Christianity, um, but uh, you know, that being said, like there's a lot of black metal that we don't support because we love black metal music. Right. But you know, like we're, we're sonically. Not, we're, we're, there's a lot of bands that you know like we might like them and then we find out what they're about and then we're kind of like well fuck it, that like we don't want to deal with that it, it all really boils down to intention I mean you can sing about fucking fucking people up or whatever why, why do you have to single out women why do you have to be a black metal band singling out Jews you know what I mean yeah, well I think exactly. that's I think that's important the context of Absolutely. what's been happening and, I mean it, it, I think a lot, a lot of bands saying. especially in the last few decades take the misogyny thing too far they take the NSBM thing too far and it just becomes a whole hateful fucking yeah. hate mongering fucking cesspool right it should right. be like unity if you will it, you know there's a lot of people out there that are super apathetic about it and they're like Oh, but they have cool riffs, and it's like, well, you know, there's bands that aren't shitty <laughs> that have really cool riffs, too. You know, like, we, we don't have to, like... I mean, there's bands that we do like that some people consider problematic, so, you know, we, can, we can't get too, like... I don't know. Colder like, than thou, yeah. yeah I, I get what like, you're saying. I mean, I think that every single one of us has our own personal lines of, like, what we will listen to and what we won't based on what the lyrical content is you know it, it, it is difficult when you first hear a band and you really like their music and especially in metal like yeah. it's really difficult to decipher lyrics unless you delve deeper and it, it, it it's it's really disappointing when you're into something musically and then you've are become aware that discovered the shit that something deeper than that is, is some fucked up shit that you don't agree with like, right yeah it like, definitely it makes it harder to just immediately stop listening to it but what I can do is stop throwing my money at it. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So there is that. Like, you know, like some people, uh, like one of my favorite bands is Dissection. And just recently, like, I had some people give me a little bit of guff about it. But, like, that dude's dead. You know, like me listening to their shit, like, every couple months and everything. Like, nobody's benefiting from that. I, you know, that's been one of my favorite bands for years. And well, I know you were a big Gigi Allen fan, too. Well, at least at one point. I, I mean, well, Gigi Allen's different. I think that that was all just like straight shock, like stock. Yeah. You know, trying to get a reaction out of Spectacle. people. But uh, I'm more into the entertainment of it. But like with the dissection thing, it's just kind of like you know, I'm not gonna like stop <coughs> listening to a band that like I grew up listening to because I realized later that there was somebody who sucked in the band. Especially not because like the guy, like the guy in the band is fucking dead. Right. So me listening to it's not benefiting anybody. And, like, I was already a fan of the band for 20-plus years. Well, I think it's also important that, you know, this is comes down to the accountability of each person that, you know, you're not endorsing any of that. So no, it's Oh, like, absolutely not. You know, so, you know, you might have some stuff, as you say, that kind of rides that line, but in the end, it's like... Yeah, I mean, it's real easy, like, if a, if a new band pops up, you know, and they're trying to like push these type of messages and agendas. Like it's real easy They'll for never us. Never get to, off the ground. Huh? Yeah, like it's easy for us to stomp that out immediately because that's not something that it's just different. Um, but I mean, that being said, like we don't support any of that shit at all. No bigotry. Like no bigotry, no never. misogyny. 
like, like I said Not earlier, no homophobia, no transphobia. We, we are against all forms of injustices. Yeah, that literally means all Absolutely. forms. Racism, uh, hate against women, like all forms of injustice, even animals, like all forms of injustices. Bringing awareness to mental health. And the separation of that's like the biggest one is mental health, yeah, man. Just, that's that's what a lot of our shit's about. A lot of honest. shit is about it's about the shit that people don't like to talk about. A lot of people think it's weak to talk about how you, your, your feelings, if you will, but it's it's all right to seek help. Like, you, uh, nothing wrong with being a person. Yeah. yeah, nothing wrong with being human. Exactly. Well, I mean, I've dealt with depression and suicide for many years, so metal music was my outlet and my therapy, as you called it earlier. That's what I use. So. This, this is, like, this is you guys are basically my saviors between the rock and metal world. So, <laughs> thank you. Really, yeah. We're uh, happy to, to, to do our. Now, work. when you guys are playing your music and writing your material, like, what kind of gear do you like to use to get that sound? Ooh. Well, the one thing for sure I can say is I'm a Jackson guitars guy, hundred percent. Even if another company offered me an endorsement, I wouldn't take it. 100% Jackson, all the way. I used to like the Jackson Flying V years ago. I just, it was one of the prettiest things I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Now, I've had a couple roads in the past, but, uh, you know, the past year or so I've been uh, rocking the soloist, Jackson soloist. Um, I like EMG pickups. A lot of people don't. I like them. They work for what I EMGs do. EMGs are sick. Like My old band had EMGs too. They're sick. I'm able to go set up, like, you know, because a lot of shows we play, I got to use, like, other people's gear and stuff like that, uh, like, gear share and stuff like that, and I know that with <laughs> those, I'm always going to be able to get close to what I would normally get, so, those yeah. are those those are the, and, and Ernie Ball strings, they attempted to make unbreakable strings for me, but, he, uh, but I broke them. <laughs> I, know, I know Henry was eyeing up Sandoval's drum set the other night, but... <laughs> yeah, well, the drum sucks. What about you, Henry? Um, I have been playing Pearl Export drums since I was ten years old. You know, lots, lots, lots of people will throw shade at, at like it. Like, let's be honest, it, it's like a low to middle line. It's like mid level set. Yeah, like if you're being nice, but. Um, <laughs> I, I'm also a drum tech professionally, you know, I, I tune drums all the time, and I I can make my drums, which are like a fraction of the cost of some of these other drum kits, I can make my drums sound way better than than some of these other, like, several thousand dollar kits, so why would I spend next right. money to do that? Yeah. You know, like, Pearl drums, uh... You know, like, as far as symbols, like, I have a couple Sabians, I have a couple Pisces, I have a couple Zildjians, you know? I'm not, I'm not married to a brand. Like, I don't, I'm almost scared at the idea of being married to a brand, because, like, what if I don't like something that they're giving me? Like, I don't want to, it's like a relationship, you know? Like, right. It's too bad Jackson don't make drum sets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roger, what do you use for mics in your... I always, always you know... The, the industry standard, Shure SM58. I always bring my own mic to the shows because uh, uh, I drop it a lot. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm very, I try to be as active as possible on stage. So I'm like falling on the floor, shit like that. The mic's falling with me. It's getting tossed around. 
uh, at the Terrorizer and Now show, and not a lot of people caught it, but I actually threw up during the set. And so it's like, this one show in uh, New Jersey, I, I threw up during that set too, and I threw up on the mic, and luckily it was my mic, so it's like, I bring my own mic, so I, people don't have to, like, I don't have to give somebody, like, a fucking sweaty, destroyed... Now, you still mic. currently use one that's with a cord, right? I always use a cord. I can't do a wireless. I, um... Is there like too many tool. faulty issues with that? Or? No, he's not a dork. I just, <laughs> I, I just, I, I like the cord. Uh, sometimes I choke myself with the cord. I don't know why it, I do it's that. It's its own prop. I, I, I yeah, I, <laughs> I get into these, these. Really, he calls it daddy afterwards too. <laughs> daddy. I, I get, I get into these really matic modes. Uh, sometimes I, I, I lose track of myself sometimes. So I like, I like having the cord there. It's nice. It's something extra to hold on to. It, it, it makes me feel like I'm still here in the physical world when I'm like separating and blacking out into the esoteric of what is the music we play. Well said. Ben, sir. Uh, my main thing is my fucking MPEG V4, but it's been broken for like a year. <laughs> and I've been looking for the right person to fix it because apparently they're pretty finicky. Oh, that, wow. that thing is amazing though. It gives you everything you need out of a bass amp. And it's not even a bass amp, it's a guitar amp, but crazy good Tight. Also, actually Jack just told me that rig. they have bass and guitar versions of it yeah there's the V4 and the V4B okay alright I didn't know that up until like fucking like a week ago they're yeah, sick I, amps though they're great for uh fucking great since I joined Nomos I've just been using my PV Mark 3 and my jazz bass but I, I always use my jazz bass I think it's perfect yeah sounds nice Fender, Fender basses are sorry Jackson the fenders got you on the bases. You can't fuck with them. Now, a quick question regarding you know Ben being in the band now. Does that give you guys a an added chance to kind of freestyle with him a little bit more? Like he brings a little bit more to the table now. Yes. yes. The, the, well, define freestyle. Well, uh, more technicality. Would you go in that direction, or is it going to be straightforward? There's like more been... potential now. Like, yeah, because now we have another sick ass vocalist. In the band. Well, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna utilize that in the writing. Like, there's no, there's no fucking way. Like, I'd be stupid not to. Like, we've definitely been talking. Uh, you know, because like I, I can do vocals too. We just never did, but we've definitely been talking about all four of us doing vocals on the new stuff. Like that. And uh, that could be pretty. Cool. Henry's done some, right? Henry's done a yeah. lot of vocals. Yeah. From, from the beginning, I've always done vocals. We've always had two vocals. Yeah, he would. He fucking. <laughs> from Henry is. You got all fucking Nocturnus and shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that was that was part of like the premise for Nomos. Like, I'm gonna play drums and do vocals. Since day one, we've had two vocalists. That's gonna be pretty wild. Yeah. I'm being interested to hear you. You've heard me sing before. Have I? In, like previous things. What would you do? Ten wasted, maybe? Be sick, bro. Oh yeah. When we start mixing, doing, doing, doing. wait. Actually, yeah, you might be the only one in the room that's heard my shit. Is maybe. So. I don't think I ever heard you. <laughs> Henry says I have a very good head voice. Whatever that They're is. Loud. Very, like very, that. very high. Okay. Yeah. Is clean vocals or? Fuck no. <laughs> It'll never be clean vocals in no house. <laughs> and I'm putting that out there publicly just so that we never go back on that. There will never be clean vocals yeah. in no moss. No, I don't know how to do clean vocals. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we touched on a little bit. When you guys go to Canada, <clears throat> oh, so this is this. Is we got we got to visit this because you know poor Roger is getting stuck back in L.A. Yeah, because yeah, Canada doesn't like fun. <laughs> Canada doesn't like Roger. <laughs> 
And you're going to get uh, Mr. JR. Yes, sir. And, um, pig Destroyer to fill in. The mighty Pig Destroyer. So normally we, we wouldn't take a show that Roger couldn't play. But we got the offer. We knew the lineup was going to be stellar. And luckily, Roger, being the sick dude that he is, was just like, we have to do it. Like, even if I can't get in, like, we just got to figure something out, which is like probably the sickest thing any band members ever said that I played with. So the first thing we said, we were like, who do we get to fill in? And then, like, I said immediately, I was like, well, I can ask JR. And then, like, that was like the end of it. Like, we were like, this goes no further. When he said that, it. I told him that I don't even want to ask anybody else yeah. until we, until he says no or yes. So then we played with Pig Destroyer. I was backstage chilling with him. I was like, hey, uh, you know, this is the situation. Would you like to do it? And he was like, oh, dude, absolutely. I'm fucking, I'm so in. I'm down. So, yeah, so the, the Canadian promoters uh, working on the paperwork and everything, so it's it's a, it's officially happening. So when we play Ear Slaughter with Repulsion, uh, J.R. Hayes will be fronting the band for that yeah, show. Yeah, he'll be filling in for me. Which is kind of cool. It goes back to that family thing we were talking about it's earlier. It's always family. Well, like, yeah, DC in the house, you know what I mean? Even though, you know, like, PG-based DC, like, it's all, it's all in the family. Like, it's the greatest honor to have, like, a band that I grew up listening to, you know, a vocalist that I highly respect. Yeah, filling in my sh- more than filling in my shoes, if you will. Like, like Jr. is an amazing vocalist. Like, that's gotta be kind of cool, guys, and be singing your material. So. It's, yeah. like, it's, that's, it's that's a, a boost, man. It's, I'm I'm honored. I'm yeah. honored. They uh, said at least. I, I think that like we definitely gotta throw more props out to Pig Shore because uh, over the last year and a half, they've definitely become like our big brother band. Like they they're always. You know, like, not just Blake, like, they're just always, like, trying to look out for us, trying to get us on the best shit. If that happens, JR is like, I'll step in and fill in. Like, they've, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know that we would be where we're at right now if it wasn't for Pig Destroyer. Blake, Blake did the, the noise sample, some of the noise samples on Raiz del Mal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they, like, Pig Destroyer has become, like, our definite, like, big, our, they've been, become our big brother. Me today. too. So pretty good mentors, and that's that's awesome. Absolutely, and awesome. then uh, playing with them last month was uh, man, that was just that was just the best show. That show was so sick. Dude. The, the, fun, the whole vibe, and they treated us so good, man. It was funny because I remember seeing Ben there at the time too. <laughs> funny thing, that was the night when I had told Ben, I was like, "Yo, I think this is really happening. That we're going to need a bass player." It was that night me and him uh, ran out, uh, ran to do an errand, and uh, we talked about it that night, and Ben was like, yeah, dude, I'm in. So that Pig Destroyer show was, like, monumental to... They showed a lot of love. I wish I was less strong so I can remember it more. (laughs) (laughs) But that's also their fault, because, man, they got got me fucked up. Yeah, like... I was, like, stumbling out of that fucking green room, dude. I was like, holy shit. Lots of beer, lots of tequila that night. They even got Travis Jay. on it now. Oh yeah. I never thought I'd see the day. <laughs> oh yeah, and that's uh Travis just joined uh Pig Destroyer. He's a he's a good friend of ours. He's a really sick dude. Yep. Used to be annoying. That's that's right. I always oh, forget. That. I always forget he was the original oh, yeah. guitar player. Yeah. That's he sick. named it's the family, band. family, dog. That's what I'm trying to tell. Yeah. <laughs> it's family out here. I I'm excited for the future. Uh a lot of great grind bands are coming out. 
back, you know, like coming with some new albums at Tracks, working on a new album. Really excited for that. Needles out there killing it. Nineteen year old oh, yeah. kids. Yeah, so they're young. They're young, man. They're really out here for real. Definitely check them out. Like, well, this is by far. And I say this to John all the time, my favorite project for you guys. Thank you. Thank you. That means a lot for real. Because, like, I've been, like I said, I've been following John for a long time. We're friends for a long time. And he's been on a lot of great projects. But this is, like, the tip of the iceberg. Like, he gets better and better as he gets older. Which well, is... th- this one's probably the most genuine. It probably comes from the most genuine place. Well, I think you've always kind of run into an issue where... A lot of band member issues. Right. Like, they just, you know. the commitment has to be there. And I, I see four guys here who are, all, who are all bought in. This is where we're bored. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, no, no one no one here wants to do, like, the normal, like, I mean, shit. We would rather be on the road playing music. Who the Always. fuck wouldn't? You know? Right. I never, I never got the people that would, like, rather just be sitting at home doing nothing. Like, I just, I, that, that blows me the fuck away. <laughs> you just gotta be about this shit. Yeah. For real. Put your money where your mouth is. I love leaving. Dude, yeah, like, being home sucks. (laughs) Like, once we get a new record together, like, we're going out, bro. Yeah, we need the fuck out of here. I I just, I need to kind of like a road bitch to you guys. (laughs) 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 In December, we're going to uh, Florida. Yeah, that's a... that, yeah, we should talk about that. Yeah, we're doing we? the Oregon Trail. We're doing a, a, a week six run. day. It's been six days. Oh, six days. With Oregon Trail, we're doing uh, Virginia, North Carolina, Atlanta, Tampa, Miami, and then we're uh, kicking off New Year's Eve in Chesapeake, Virginia, Virginia Beach area. We haven't been back there in about a year and a half, so that shit should be wild. Off the hook. It always is. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it normally is, but we haven't been there in so long, and it being New Year's Eve, like that's gonna be. We'll see. Yeah. Right, we'll get back to some more uh, discussion with the guys from Nomos. Got a little bit more Nomos coming your way as well as some picks that are very interesting. <laughs> Sick, ridiculous puppets we are. What a gross little stage we dance on. What fun we have dancing, fucking, not a care in the world. Not knowing that we are nothing. We are not what was intended.
comes at a great cost, now you can't buy that Love and hate is the same thing, you can't deny that Most is bolder than ink text, now you can't hide that Pen and vision, some selling tickets, watch it at IMAX Is niggas really down with your support cast? Are you really with that life or this shit all a fad? Would you give up on a nigga when the system crash? You gon' look down on the nigga when the times are bad? They say the people in your life are either blessings or lessons Energy can be corrupted so I keep my protected You said we got a real connection but you don't get my message Interfered by other parties, I don't think we should test it Cause I'm a real nigga shorty, I ain't never been second Wanna hide your real feelings but you want my affection This shit ain't right, the passion left Why all this misdirection? I thought I knew the real you Can you change my perspective? You keep my mind on the hustle, got them doobies roll Showing love to all supporters when they at my shows Told my brother gotta let go what you can't control This is me coming 100, nothing to expose Only need some button beats when I'm all alone They think it's all down to earth, but they be playing with you Everything is us, no trust, now I'm a jaded nigga I thought the pain would drive fast, but it faded quicker Who I used to be right now, I swear I can't remember Burn the grass so the snakes around me can't slither These men that ask you while these bitches turn like shapeshifters And when you're climbing, please be careful who you take with you Cause misery love company and that'll stay with you uh.
DJ Nivers back with you on Mel Chapman Radio Podcast with Nomas. Yo. Hey. Hey. All right. So spit it out, gentlemen. What do you want to say? Because we're getting close to the end. Yeah, some of, the, uh, some of those tracks that we just played, um, uh, my homie Grizzly, he, uh, he's, he was the, the freestyle perspective. He was, um, he's a homie of, of mine growing up. He's working on a new single right now with Cash Fargo, which is one of Currency's producers, uh, if you're familiar with that uh, artist. He's doing really good things in the local scene. I respect him uh, as far as the hip-hop. A lot of that mumble rap shit, I'm not really into, but he's, he's a real lyricist. The other one's Eulogy, which is spelled with a uh, with the number one. He's so we're Baltimore. playing with uh, December seventh. Yeah, we're actually yeah, playing with Eulogy uh, December seventh. Yeah, yeah, we at played his... with them at uh, in New York at Necrofest. It was dope. It, it was, was really dope. Uh, we're playing with them and uh, Scorched. He's a really dope artist. I, I really fuck with his sound. Uh, the last one that was playing there was Curse from Baltimore. They're like a, a synth duo project that we played with an auto bar a couple yeah, they, months they, ago. Yeah, they played with us. Uh, no, that was I actually want to check them about out. About a year and a half oh, ago. They were really good. Yeah, they, were, yeah. they were really good. Jerry, uh, did you with. know the Mega Drives? Well, I, went to, I saw them a month ago. That's why I confused that. Oh, I saw, okay, I saw yeah. them live recently. They're on tour right now. Actually. Either way, they're great. Yeah, yeah and uh, they're playing uh, awesome. the 30th. They're playing at Metro Gallery this month. They're really good. They just released a new album, Metamorphosism. Very nice. Yeah, those guys are dope. I like I, I like supporting uh, good local artists. Absolutely. And speaking of that, Uncle Buck, we can't leave here Uncle without Buck, saying Uncle, Uncle Buck is one yeah. of the fucking most awesomest bands that we've thought about. That was the first band guys. we did any kind of a tour with. I love those guys. Those guys are great guys. Definitely check them out. They saw us at uh, our very first show, and then they had hit us up a couple months later. And we did a run with them. Yeah, it was we did. awesome. I <laughs> Again, they're probably super instrumental to where we're at now. And Uncle Buck is great. Like, sick fucking Baltimore Power Violence. Great band. Great dudes, too. Yeah, yeah, dude. Tom, BJ, Danny. And they're they're, best fucking guys. They're 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 one of those bands that, like, every time you see them, it's it's a better reincarnation of the band. And it's just good hangs, too. Like, I mean, they're a great band, but, like, goddamn, I love hanging out with those guys. Yeah, they're great guys. It's always a fun time when you go to Uncle Buck show, that's for sure. You'll Are see you... that, like we 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 really like bands that we hang out with, like right. We like uh, we like people. We like humans. We do like it's that's that's my favorite thing about this band is all of the people that we've met since we've started it and the shows that we play. We've met so many people and it's changed all of our lives. Well, you gotta have like a certain type of bond because I don't. Yeah, I like being yeah. genuine with people. Like, I like, I like, I don't like just going. If it comes too much of a job, then it's not worth. It. Yeah, I don't like pretending. You know, like I, I like gen- being genuine. If you, if you like our band, you're probably gonna be friends with us. You know, especially if you buy them beer. Well, <laughs> but even if not, we like, say no. we if you say just no. come up to one of our shows and you talk to us. We're going to befriend you, and we will go out of our way. I will say that for sure. Like, these guys, if you ever wanted to shoot the shit with them or autographs or just meet them, they are very humble. They will talk to you, and they're yeah, very no cool. terrorizer shit here. Hell, technically, they might buy you a beer, even. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I might, I might throw you a drink ticket. I actually, on tour, <laughs> party with us. Actually, when we did that last tour, there was several states we were in where people would come up to talk to me. And I'd be like, hey, do you want a shot? And I'd buy them a fucking shot. And so you might get lucky and get one of us to buy you a drink, too. There you go. Not me. I gave somebody a drink. I somebody <laughs> like, not me. I gave somebody a drink at the last show. I had yeah. one drink ticket left. I was like, you can just have it, man. 
It was good. I always love hanging out with people, the gen- the genuinity of the humans and like just the environment. Like I love making I love as long as everyone feels safe and knows that they can be themselves, like there's you can't put a price on that. Hundred percent. But yeah, if you, if you like our band, you're our friends. So come talk to us. Come hang out. Come tomorrow to Alice. Come the fifteenth to the DC house show. Tomorrow at Liz Brew Works. I'm going to be there. First CS, time. Oh, yeah. CS December 7th with Eulogy and Scorch at Alice, too. And then uh, December 21st with Organ Dealer and Blame God at the Meat Locker. Organ Dealer is oh, fucking sweet. Sick, bro. And then uh, December 26th through uh, January 1st, we're touring through the South with Organ Trail. A lot of organ bands. <laughs> Missing organs. And then that, that, that will round out our year that has been phenomenal so thanks for everybody to everybody who's made this year awesome yeah. for real dog Seriously. you have not heard no mas you need to hear them it's important to your life the best death grindcore band in maryland bar none guys need to do me a favor dj neko my wife could not be here she's on trial for work Yesterday was her birthday. I'd like everyone to wish her a happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Missy. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. We miss you. Yeah, definitely happy birthday. And I hope to have you guys back at some point to do another one of these. It was a lot of fun. I'm going to be hanging out. I'm going to hang out with these guys for a while. I'm not kicking them out, but we're going to be leaving yeah, we're just soon. Getting started. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a while. Got one last track for you. It's No Moss again. Going to get a lot of it and love it. Eat it up. Verbal abuse. Thanks all. Thank you guys. Thank, Thank you. you, James. Uh, it's been a sick night. I will definitely be posting this tomorrow morning, so before they go to Atlas Brew Works, you yeah. can hear it and see it in full and download it, whatever the fuck you want to do. Hasta yeah. luego. Muchas gracias. There you go. Thank Cheers, you, gentlemen. Yo. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs>